0: Hi, everyone. It's Jeff from MCS Magazine, and it's that time of year again, the time when all the kiddos flock to the giant Halloween stores for this year's costume. We load up on candy to give the little germ bags a month-long sugar high, and for those of us with a tactical mindset, it's an opportunity to make our training even more realistic and save a ton of money. I'll explain how in this week's broadcast. Let's get started.
1: firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and S4O Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and and a patriot. And this is my favorite time of year. Not only is it fall, and I just, I love the Christmas of fall and the, and the leaves, and it's, well, we don't get really much of a leaf change down here in Texas, but it's just, we get a break from the 100 degree weather, that's fall for us. It only gets up to like 80. So, um, but it's also my, my, the time of year for my favorite holiday, yes, even more than Christmas. I love Halloween. I love getting the yard set up. I love all the decorations. I love scaring the hell out of the kids when they come up for candy and stuff. But it's also a great opportunity for those of us that train tactically, whether it's with firearms or self-defense or whatever it is, for us to take advantage of the holiday to make our training even more realistic. So here's what I mean by that. As you can see from billboards and shopping centers that are out there, all of those abandoned department stores that are in these shopping centers for a couple of months becomes this massive warehouse for these giant Halloween outlet type stores that, that that come in, they throw all this stuff up and then they're gone about 14 days or so after Christmas. But the day after Christmas is when they have a massive sale for trying to unload whatever they can of all that cheap crap that they loaded into the store. Right? It's a great opportunity, one, for, you know, for your kids to be able to get some really good discounts on, on some things for, you know, maybe next Halloween or things that they wanted to play with their, their friends with. And, you know, it's just great opportunity for like dress up, uh, discounts, right? But for those of us that do train tactically, there's a lot to be found inside of those stores. And every year, the day after Halloween, I love to go in there and take advantage of those discounts and grab a bunch of props and a bunch of training aids for my tactical training. Now, I've done this before where I've let people know what my shopping list is. We've done a blog article on it and stuff like that. But I thought this would be a great opportunity what I'm seeing this year. Actually, every year I kind of resupply myself with a lot of different training aids that are out there. I thought I'd give you my, my short list, my, my quick tip list of things that you can find the day after Halloween to be able to go in there and, and check everything out. Alright? Now, the most obvious are going to be guns and knives. Prop guns and knives that you can use for things like weapon disarms or for bladed attacks, knife defense, even for firearms you can, you can use it for dry fire training or we use, you know, certain laser, laser pistols or we use airsoft, things like that. And having a, like being able to do force on force training where you have a criminal, a dressed up criminal, somebody to be able to attack you or do different scenario training, things like that. Well, if they're armed, then all the better, right? Now, a lot of these training aids that you find out there are pretty expensive, right? They're they're durable plastic, they're I mean, they're good quality stuff. There's a reason why they cost more money, but you don't necessarily need to spend a ton of money, especially if you're just starting out or just want to build up your your arsenal, your training arsenal a little bit. The Halloween stores have great options for you. They have a whole array of of knives that are out there. Some of them even have like Blood on them and things like that, but they look very realistic. The firearms is, it's a little bit harder to find realistic firearms because they don't like kids to be running around Halloween with, with real looking guns out there that might get them hurt. But you can find some that are relatively realistic there or it can be spray painted. You know, if they're orange, they just can basically be spray painted black and turned into a training weapon. Now those are, those are kind of the obvious ones. Maybe a little bit not so obvious are there is a, a, a few knives out there that they call them disappearing daggers. And so what that means is that the blade, it's almost like a, a movie prop, right? Where you see somebody getting stabbed. Well, they're not really getting stabbed. Well, a lot of these training aids that we find with with hard plastic, yeah, they can hurt if you stab somebody with them. The disappearing dagger has a blade that goes up inside of the handle when you stab somebody. It's spring-loaded. It comes back out when you pull out, but that works really well for training attacks, when because you can actually stab somebody without the hard plastic digging into their body but this one you can see that yes it is you know you you would be stabbing them the blade goes in it's a little bit more realistic it's more realistic for the training partner who is attacking you and it's also realistic for for you as the defender if you're if that's the role that you're taking there where you 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 actually have the movement it's a more realistic movement that somebody is stabbing you it's it's just more realistic so that's one thing. The other thing to go along with that, since we're talking about edged weapon attacks, is to get some of the Halloween lipstick. Now, what's special about this is that they know that kids with all of their costume stuff, the 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 spray paint, the for their hair, all that stuff, the parents aren't going to want that on them the next day, right? Or it's going to get all over their clothes, and they want to make sure that you know parents are going to be able to wash out all that stuff. Well, the lipstick for Halloween is machine washable as opposed to maybe some of the more cosmetic type of lipsticks that are actually out there. These things you can get really, really cheap because they're not meant to be cosmetics. They're really just meant for short term, uh, short term costume stuff. So get some red lipstick, a dark red lipstick. And what you can do is you can put that on the, you can take that lipstick and like kind of gunk it onto the side of any training blades that you have a training, a training knife of some sort. So when you do edged weapons training, whether it's for firearms or whether it's for self-defense, your the the attacker can take and put some of that on the edge of the weapon and then you wear a you should both be wearing like a white t-shirt when you do this so that when the person comes at you, you can see actually where you would have been stabbed. You can, you know, after you've successfully defended yourself or unsuccessfully tried to defend yourself, you can look in the mirror and you can actually see where you would have been struck. Whether it's on your skin or whether it's on your clothing, you can see the actual marks of where it would be. That's kind of what it would look like a little bit if you had been, if you had been, uh, stabbed or sliced in those areas. So it's a really good kind of, like, um, you know, it's a reality check for you of what, you know, it's kind of like the old, you know, we used to play, uh, cops and robbers or whatever. It's like, bang, bang, I got you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I got you first or whatever. No. The lipstick doesn 't lie all right so so that 's a really good training aid as well but let 's even go beyond that so one of the things that I buy every single year for our tactical training is a is fake blood, and what I like about this is that it's it 's really inexpensive. I think I pick it up for only like a dollar for it almost looks like a, a like a quart of mobile of, of like motor oil, and you can get this stuff and it 's meant for prop type things and, and not a lot of people buy them. So they usually end up with a whole bunch of this fake blood left behind because a lot of people just don't buy that kind of stuff. I buy that kind of stuff. Uh, one, it has a slippery texture to it. So you can use this again for, especially for edge weapon training or any type of training and getting some prop blood is going to help you with that as well. So you can just take it and put it on your hands. It has a slippery texture. So for you as the person defending or whatever, it's going to make your grip a little bit less uh, grippier, right? It's going to, it's going to be more realistic because if you are in a violent attack and there is blood on your hands, or maybe there's even mud on your hands or things like that, you're not going to get that, that GI Joe Kung Fu grip on somebody's wrist, especially if you're trying to grab a knife and you're bleeding and, and, or they're bleeding. It's that's going to make that more realistic. So, um, also even in just some of our you know if you're making like scenery in an outdoor setting it works for if you have dummy training dummies and things like that it's just a more realistic setting of what you may see maybe even in like a disaster setting right so so pick up some fake blood really inexpensive i get it for like 99 cents for one of those big you know whatever it is a quart or something like that and uh it's always readily available there another thing that you can look for are fake hands so these are usually like chopped off limbs you might find like zombie hands or something like that. But what we're looking for are the realistic ones. Ones that look like an, something like an actual hand that has been cut off. And again, this is a prop. A lot of people don't buy props for their, their yard. It's obviously not usually for a costume. So having, you know, it's not hard to find these types of things that are out there. And what I use them for is when I make my own three dimensional targets. So in our, make your own tactical range uh, program. It's over at dirt cheap gun training in the make your own tactical range uh, book that we have as, as a, as an add on to, to that product for our dry fire training skills. We show you how to make a, a $10 3d target. And one of the things I do to make things more realistic is we make this out of PVC piping, but instead of having the basically the PVC pipe as an arm will put these hands on there. So they come out and they look like actual hands. In fact, you can even take the training guns or training knives and put them in the hands and make the the training even more realistic, make the, the, the training dummy look even more realistic. So fake hands are another really easy thing for you to go out there and get and use in your training. Another thing you can find is hair and beards. So I use this with a couple of different things. So one, yes, with the the, train, the three-dimensional dummies that we make for dry fire training. We use this to make the, the training more realistic. So we make the faces more realistic with the beards and the, uh, the mustaches and to put actual hair on it. You can also use this with the Bob training dummy. So the Bob training dummy, if you don't know, is that realistic, lifelike... Like boxing dummy or martial arts dummy that looks like a person. It's an upper torso. It has a, a face on there, but it's all flesh colored, right? It's not really. It doesn't come looking very realistic. And so, in, what we do is we dress that that dummy up. We dress Bob up in clothes to make him more realistic. But then also put different types of hair on them. It can be longer hair. You can have there's all sides, all types of different hair costume kits that are out there. You can just buy the hair. You can just buy the beard or the mustache, things like that. And so buying that stuff and putting it on the Bob training dummy, you can even just put the the, the beard on there. And it, and it works really well as uh, for making the Bob more realistic, but then also for the training dummies that we make, the three-dimensional training dummies that we make, you can make them look different ways, right? You can have one blonde person, one with dark hair. That way, multiple attackers, they don't all look like they just... You know, they're all twins or quadruplets because they all look the same. You can actually make your training dummies look a lot different. All right. So that's just a quick tip list of things that you can get right now. Head on over there. And what I'd like to know is what do you find at the Halloween stores that are great props for tactical training? What I want you to do is just go to our blog page for this podcast over at ModernCombatAndSurvival.com. This is episode number 166. Yeah, we've actually been doing that every week now for 166 episodes, and I want to hear from you. What are some other props that you found that you've added to your tactical training? We're all in this together, so I would love to hear what your ideas are so that I can jump in there and get some of these props as well. So go ahead and leave that on the blog. I look forward to hearing your list, and until our next Modern Combat and Survival Broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive.